Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary here on the road. We are dental practice brokers nationwide. Today's topic is discretionary expenses or write-offs need your close attention when selling and or buying a dental practice. And we'll talk about what we're going through right now on one of our deals. So we are now in business 12 years, selling practices nationwide. We're in 27 states. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants. We're one of the few dental brokerage firms that have uh, CPA accountants. The information you're about to hear is for business. Uh, it is not for business or legal advice. It's for entertainment. Now, our phone number is 201-663-0935. Our websites are dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebroker.com. So please look us up. We have a lot of great information there. And we're here to help you at all times. We're now answering the phones on the East Coast, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. East Coast time. And that's every day except Christmas and Easter. So you can always reach us. Often buyers will tell us we're one of the few brokers that pick up the phone constantly. Well, that's something we do as a service to you or our seller. Now, if you're thinking about selling to a larger DSO and your practice is, you know, 900,000 plus gross and you have four plus operatories, uh, we do work with a lot of the DSOs. We're independent. We pick and choose who we think the best one for you is. So please give us a call on that. They will pay our commission, and occasionally we can get your legal fees reimbursed uh, upon successful closing. So let's talk about discretionary expenses. We've talked about this in the past, but we're dealing with something right now. Um, in, in three different practices, three different levels of write-offs discretionary. Those are expenses that the new buyer will not be encumbered by. Example, um, one of them will be, um, you may not put it under the category of discretionary, but it could be called a one-time expense. If they pay for a new digital Panorex, pay for it out of pocket the first year, uh, they will not, the buyer will not encumber that uh, charge the next year. It's not exactly discretionary, but it's a fee or a charge that the buyer will not have the next year. Discretionary is you go uh, to a seminar for two days in Florida and you decide you're going to stay for two weeks and write the whole thing off. Well, actually, only those two days are real legitimate uh, expenses. And the other two, uh, let's call it uh, 12 days that you spent on vacation, is not technically a, uh, a write off. So the buyer shouldn't be encumbered by that charge, and therefore that will increase your profit. So the charge for the two-day seminar is only the real expense. Um, there's other things that happen um, that the doctor's seller will arbitrarily choose uh, to uh, write off. It could be jewelry to the staff, and it could be a whole slew of different things that they write off. Um, Expenses on their home, the router office expense on their business, whatever. It's not my business, but we have to know about all these things. We keep it confidential. Um, but this has to be clearly itemized and defined. Now, we keep the information uh, strict between us, the bank, the attorneys, and the buyer. It doesn't go anywhere else. But you've got to be uh, very clear with what your discretionary expenses are. Those are the expenses that you didn't really need to uh, operate the office. 
and uh, the new buyer will not be encumbered or will not have that debt when the buyer takes it over. So these level of discretionary expenses can be, uh, I guess I'd categorize them as hardly anything at all to wildly crazy. I just Some of the things people write off are just crazy. But either way, it becomes a... Um, a discretionary expense, expense that the buyer will not be uh, responsible for, encumbered by. But you've got to identify all these as a seller. It will increase your profit. It does look suspicious. I had a practice in, in uh, one of the major cities, and the doctor had showed almost zero income because essentially wrote off everything that you could imagine. And we had to extract out of his discretionary what his true profit was. It does raise some eyebrows. And the buyer can become suspicious. So it, it's just best to keep your discretionary at a minimum uh, when you're selling the practice so it, everything looks aboard, uh, on board and we could verify what it's for. But we are going through that right now with uh, one, as I just repeating, with hardly any write-offs at all to another wildly written off, just wild. And you'll have to analyze it. You'll work to, with your bank. You'll work with your attorney. And you'll see what the numbers and you can factor out those discretionary. You as the seller, not a bad idea in the year before you're about to sell the practice. Reduce the non-necessary discretionary expenses. Um, I think it cash flows better and it's just easier to read and cleaner to read. Just some of our suggestions of what we're going through on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, we give you information from the street as the deals are happening. I don't, I should write a book one day. I guess I'll try, but I, the information changes so fast. For example, now we're in a rising interest rate. I mean, things are changing. Uh, this and valuations change and the bank allowances are getting different. So you've got to be aware of what's happening. All right. Thank you for listening.